From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Tether FUD. The Fed raises rates. And is Three Arrows Capital in trouble? That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everyone. Thursday, June 16th, 2022. I don't know what to say this morning, so I'm just going to get straight into the crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 8.15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting up a little bit today, which is kind of, <laughs> obviously, it's relative. Where It's up 0.2% in 24 hours at $21,126, meaning that, yes, we went you know down 31% in seven days, but we're up a little bit today. So is Ethereum. It's up 0.3% at $1,117, but it's still down 40% in seven. Tether's number three, USDC is number four, and Binance is number five at 216, up 2.2% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, Cardano, XRP, Solana, and Polkadot. The total market cap is at 905.5 billion, up 0.5% in 24, a BTC dominance of 44.4%, and an F dominance of 14.9%. And actually, one of the headlines today was that Ape Token was trading at $3.50. It's up. 6.5% on the day, but as low as 317 and 24. And it was just notable. And some other notable things was that we have some biggest gainers on coin market cap. And I just wanted to point them out that where, where do these coins come from? What is LF World? What is B Mail? Tidex token. And why are they up 1400, 700, and 400% respectively? Cell token, by the way, Celsius, which we'll get into them in a little bit is down 21.2% in 24. But we'll do all that after our coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is Gate Token. <laughs> Ticker GT. It's ranked number 92 on coin market cap. Its price right now is $3.97. It's down 2.8% in 24. Its market cap is $310 million. Fully diluted market cap is 1.1 billion. Hmm. The all-time high for Gate Token. I know you're wondering. Everybody's wondering. This is the best part, I think, of the whole thing. It was set one year ago, May 12, 2021. It was $13.09. It's down 70% since then. It's all time low was two years ago, March 13, 2020. It was 26 cents. It's up 1,300% since then. I bet you can't guess where you can buy it. <laughs> you can buy it at Gate.io. Huobi, Bitfinex, FTX, and pretty much it there. So what is Gate Token? Well, Gate Token is pretty much like any other crypto exchange token. 
is there for discounts. You get the token, you get discounts on maker and taker fees. Well, they also are trying to do a sort of a Binance smart chain thing where they have DeFi ecosystems. They call it GateChain 2.0. They also do swaps. They have a hippo swap. Like this is what they call a hippo swap. Um, they have bridging and farming and all kinds of things. Well, basically, and for what I can tell, it's the same thing as a BNB, and they're trying to incorporate it just this kind of the same way. And that is Gate Token, ticker GT, rank number 92 on Coin Market Cap. Moving into today's headlines, of course, we're going to start with Celsius news, Celsius news, because people are doing their due diligence and going through conversations and tweets and blah, 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 and trying to figure out and piece together what happened in the course of events. And one more things are raising to the surface. One day before the lockout of Celsius, Mike Dowdass tweeted, and it's like Mike Dow, like Decentralized Autonomous Organization and DAS, I don't know what that means, at Mike Dowdass. He said, I hope retail can get out. I've been hearing about accounts locked. That would be similar to Luna. We shall see. Well, Alex Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius, just one day before accounts were being locked, said, Mike, do you even know one person who has a problem with withdrawing from Celsius? Why spread FUD and misinformation? If you are paid for this, then let everybody know that you're picking sides. Otherwise, our job is to fight TradFi together. Well... As we know, the day after Celsius locked everybody out and nobody could withdraw. <laughs> and through, through that whole time, Alex Mashinsky didn't say a word. Well, he broke his three-day science. And he said, Celsius Network team is working nonstop. We're focused on your concerns and thankful to have heard from so many. To see you come together is a clear sign our community is the strongest in the world. This is a difficult moment. Your patience and support mean the world to us. I love how everybody, when something's very bad, they say, our community is the strongest in the world, as though they're going to bail you out with buying more of your token. Well, people are looking at these different kinds of systems. Again, BlockFi, Nexo, Celsius, Voyager, they're doing the same thing. And people have money locked up in there. Why? Because they're paying you know, interest rates. A lot of people do. I did as well. And well, I don't anymore because I saw the writing on the wall a couple of months ago. I was like, ooh, if this market is going down, ah, are they going to have liquidity? Because they're loaning out money. I I knew the business model. I was like, I got to get out. Well, Ryan Selkis is also wondering what's going on with BlockFi as well. And he did a test. Ryan Selkis, by the way, is the CEO and founder of Masari. And he did a test. He said, just did a test withdrawal of a medium size from BlockFi. We'll report back if we have any issues. I don't expect there to be. Just don't think we've seen this level of stress on the crypto lending firms. And then he tweeted 13 hours ago, said, no issues whatsoever with mid-size withdrawal from BlockFi. Just FYI. At the same time, BlockFi is ordered to pay $1 million to Iowa for selling unregistered securities. Celsius seems to be just the tip of the iceberg because dominoes are falling everywhere on Wednesday afternoon. It looks like 3 Arrows Capital, which also goes by 3AC, has been selling off assets, including $40 million worth of Lido State Ethereum, or State F. Researchers and analysts on Twitter have been saying it's to keep a $264 million Ave loan and $35 million compound loan from going into liquidation. Moon Overlord tweeted, 3AC in trouble? Rumors swirling. And has some bullet points here. And <laughs> some of these things are don't look, they just don't look good. Kyle and Drew, the founders of 3 Arrows Capital, haven't tweeted or liked anything in days. Jew took every coin and hashtag out of his bio. Jew deleted his Instagram, and an hour ago, they dumped 30,000 state F and reduced all Ave positions. 
He continued to say, People think Celsius is the biggest state F dumper, but it's three arrows capital, and it isn't even relatively close. They're dumping on every account and seed round address they have. Most looks like it's going to pay back debts and outstanding borrows they have. Another crypto analyst, Anchin Wizard, estimated that if the price of Ethereum goes to 1042 the loan will be liquidated. Jusu tweeted, We're in the process of communicating with relevant parties and fully committed to working this out. Leto staked Ethereum, which allows people to stake Ethereum and receive an equal amount of staked ETH in return, has been trading at 6% discount, which is not good. At the time of writing, one staked ETH could be traded for 0.94 Ethereum through Curve Finance. Caleb Sheridan, the Eden Network co-founder, told Decrypt, You got this cascading effect, where all of a sudden, wherever you're liquidating ETH or USDC, you're going to have to do it in a very clever way or you risk holding this asset that could keep falling in price. Three Arrows Capital is one of the biggest borrowers and clients for crypto lenders. If Three Arrows Capital goes down, it will send shockwaves out into the rest of the market and make the current downturn even more hellish. We all probably heard this news by now, but the Fed raised its rates 75 basis points or 0.75%. It's the largest in 28 years. The central bank added that it wouldn't stop there and more raises would come later this year. The digital asset space has been closely correlated with equities. Bitcoin did today what it's been doing for the most part of this year and following the stock market. On the news, the SP500 and Dow Jones Industrial Average both dropped, but in the end, they rallied a little bit, just like Bitcoin. And like clockwork, there's tether FUD. <laughs> when the market goes down, there's tether FUD. Always, always. Tether hits back at rumors regarding its commercial paper portfolio. It said in a blog post that the notion of that its commercial paper portfolio, which is hard to say, commercial paper portfolio, is 85% backed by Chinese or Asian unsecured short-term debt issued by companies that traded at 30% discount, and that is completely false, they say, and speculated the assertions are being spread online in a coordinated way to spook investors out of Tether and turn a profit on its failure. Tether's total value in this space represents 7% of the entire crypto market. This announcement aims to quell any concerns of investors fearful amid a broader market crash in cryptocurrencies, who may be nervous about the security in their investments after crypto lending firm Celsius paused withdrawals on Sunday. Tether said, Tether has currently no exposure to Celsius apart from a small investment made out of Tether equity in the company. And it also noted that it over-collateralizes borrowing activity with Celsius and experienced no losses in liquidating the firm's position. There's two things I want to mention here. One, everybody says, oh, if Tether goes down, the market will be fine. The market might be fine in the long term. If Tether ever goes down or unpegs in a major way or <laughs> there's something that happens or they get, I don't know, shut down, the market's going to be really, 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 really bad. Just to let you know, it'll be really bad. Will it bounce back? I think some things will. Bitcoin, Ethereum, but it'll be really, really, really bad. As we see what happens with something like Luna and Celsius and uh, Three Arrows Capital, when they start going bad, what the market does, and they're not even nearly the size of Tether. So let's just keep that in mind. And another thing is, let's make sure that we keep this in perspective. When dominoes start to fall in an economy, in a market, in a, a recession or a bear market, dominoes fall everywhere. So it's not like it's just one company that's going to fail. Everybody's going to go down. It hits every aspect of the market, of the economy. So when we see one domino fall, it's another domino that's going to fall. And sometimes there's malicious companies or companies that are negligent out there that are just going to go out down, out down first. We're going to see that, and it's going to be very transparent. Oh, they were stupid at their business practices. 
but there are very good companies that are just going to fall because, well, issues, no money, higher interest rates, people not spending, people not buying, uh, people not investing. They have to downsize. So it is a domino effect across the board. So let's just not say, hey, this is all bad because of these other things. Everybody's going to feel this. Everybody. And so just keep that in perspective and weather the storm. And finally, OpenSea has moved to Seaport Protocol, a new smart contract that NFT Marketplace says that will allow 1.8 million users to save money on Ethereum gas fees. With the Seaport contract, users will be able to save roughly 35% on gas, the company said. And new accounts will no longer require that one-time setup fee OpenSea previously charged. And my caution with this is, I think that when we report smart contracts and you know different kind of things, we have to start reporting if it was audited. I didn't do that. I just thought of that now. We should be talking about, was the smart contract tested and audited and tested for vulnerabilities and stress tested and you know just put out there to see who can break it, who can fool it, who can do whatever? Because we keep saying, oh, they have a new smart contract. I never heard of Seaport Protocol. But all I know is once you find a vulnerability, people's NFTs or money or ETH or whatever is gone. We need to really hold these smart contracts accountable and make sure that they are acting responsibly. Thoughts? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and tuning into the daily news. My name is Matthew Deemer. And if you are so inclined, go over to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, good luck hodling, everyone. <laughs>